welcome to the Anxious Men podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Adam, and this is... The End. As the Doors once said at the start of Apocalypse Down. Fire. (laughs) (laughs) This episode's going to be about fire (laughs) and our anxieties surrounding fire. As a candle burns above us. Yeah. This is the end. This is the end of the podcast. This is the end of the podcast. This is the final episode of the podcast. That we ever do. That we ever do. Now, I don't know about you, but I've got... I've got quite a lot prepped. I've got a bit. I've got a post that I wrote yesterday Shit. that I was I was thinking I could read. What actual post? It's not post. My posts are very boring in this house. You're gonna, you know, send it send it all to, to all our listeners by <laughs> Royal Mail. If you send us if you send us your address, <laughs> we will send you a tape of this of this recording. I'm gonna. Should I should I read the post now? Yeah. It's not long. It will be like a, a minute or two. I right. Think. Okay. So this was I spoke to you yesterday whilst I was on the um, on the train you did and whilst I spoke to you I wrote this right so there may be bits that are a bit, I haven't read through this since I was on the train so there could be bits that are were you pissed no I was just really tired right okay. I was so so tired because I've done some drunk train writing and it's and it's, it's still not okay but it's just very emotional I had Burger King that was about I was kind of drunk with the Burger King drunk off Greece oh the chicken royale amazing so this is the post. I don't know if I've ever had a Burger King. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure I've never had a Burger King. Well, that's the next podcast, the Burger Cast. Burger Cast. Burger King. No, gone. So this was, I, I call this Final Thoughts Post. This right. was of the, the last episode. And, you know, it's not, it's, it's not funny. I'll, I'll preface that. This is not a funny thing. <laughs> and I'll kind of do a bit of a summary of what I know happened after. Right. So, for full disclosure, this was written on a train heading back to Manchester after about 30 hours away for, uh, in London for work. We, le- we left at 8pm and it all seemed to be going so well. I'd had a chicken morale with cheese, nobody was sat next to me, and the journey to my office had been successful. All signs are pointing towards the fact that I would be home before half ten with relative ease. I hope raised by the fact that there was that we were only stopping at three stations on the way, so we were stopping at Stoke-on-Trent, Macclesfield, Stockport, and finally Piccadilly. The big three. Then the train manager appeared on the tannoy and all these things went awry. Someone was on the track at Uneaton in what he described as a suicide incident. Wording aside, um, what he kind of said broke my heart in some way because it also got me thinking about my own struggles with mental health and where I am now compared to wishing I would disappear years ago. Naturally, this is given you know, the Monday that I had before this was this, naturally it's given, this is the, before the Monday uh, we recorded. I thought about the podcast and my relationship with it. The Anxious Men podcast was an avenue for me to talk about mental health in a, quote, safe space with a friend of mine and someone who I felt got it. It was something that it was an entry point for me to talk about mental health with friends and family and assisted me in my seemingly lifelong goal to get rid of the stigma out of what essentially something we, which is essentially something we all go through. And what can I say of my co-host, Nick? In our year uh, in doing this show, you have pushed me and encouraged me at all points. You've called me out for my bullshit and praised me for a job well done. And whilst we've had our squabbles and handbags at dawn over certain things, you were a real uh, friend throughout. I've enjoyed our time on the podcast and oddly feel that I probably know you now better than from doing, as a result of doing this. Um, and I have one more thing I want to mention at the end as well about that. Uh, the podcast may be at its end, but our friendship will continue on, even if you've never seen Rocky. And I've never had a Burger King. And you've never had a Burger King. Um, 
last bit's very sentimental and I'm sorry. This is beautiful. I'm really enjoying it. My wish this Christmas is for people to be happy and to feel loved. Also for people to maybe be more considerate and empathetic towards other people. So 40 minutes was added to my trip home and that's a bit rubbish. But since hearing about what was happening, all I could do uh, is hope that that person in Eaton was okay. And I guess in closing, this is, uh, I want to just have a few wishes and, and hopes and thoughts off the back of hearing about the situation in Eaton. My hope is that people are nicer uh, and more understanding. I hope that people talk like we have over the last year about their issues and are unafraid to do so with people they're comfortable chatting to. There is always someone who you can talk to, be it a friend, a family member, a colleague at work, the Samaritans. I just hope that people need to talk, uh, will just uh, feel the need to talk more. And that was my post. That was really beautiful. Thank you for that. Thank you. First of all, thank you for your very kind words about me. There was a very kind thing I was going to say. I didn't write it down, but Go it was... On. Pro- oh. Go on, say it. Go on, say it to my face. Oh, say I'll, it to my I'll face, say it right to your eyes. Say it, say it. Now, over the past year, I haven't had a brother. And I felt like you've been more of a brother than my brother's been to me. Oh, mate. Which is true. I really have I felt that. It's really beautiful. Um, I, oof, I know. But it's true. Yeah. I kind of feel the same. I've, I've, I've had a different relationship with my brother to, to, to you, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it, I feel we've, we have developed that kind of relationship whereby, yeah. whereby the amount that we have talked to each other about this sort of stuff, I think that's kind of, that's what you should have with your family. You should be able to have. Yeah. And it's what other people have with their family. Especially, especially, like, sisters have that, I feel. That I don't think, that I don't think brothers really do in the same way. Brothers tend to not. Yeah. More often than not, I which kind of comes do. at the the actual core issue of why we started this podcast. Really, yeah. Maybe we should stay in our the distant brother podcast. Yeah, what this is the distant <laughs> the brother over the phone podcast. Maybe that would have oh. maybe that maybe that would have got more traction. Oh, it would have been very sad. Now, it would have, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's too sad. Yeah, it'd be like a post. Too sad. That was nice. It was uh, nice. I, I found out because I, I was I was worried. I didn't yeah. know what happened to that person. You obsessively googled. Yeah, I, I do the same. Tweeted. I checked the tweets. Checked the right, national, okay. And apparently, um, about ten forty-five, the incident was off, and it wasn't put in a way that someone had died. Right. Okay. Which makes me believe that that person was okay. Right. Okay. But I did. You know, I'm guilty of this. I did see a tweet that someone was that posted uh, about it. And I had to fight the urge just to say fuck off. Did you reply? Yes. Oh. Not with fuck off. I didn't reply with fuck off. Did, did, did this start a back and forth? Tiny. I'm not interested in hearing what the back and forth no, was. No, no, no. The, the, yeah, the tiny but... back and forth, but not the back and forth you'd expect. Right, okay. Uh, I simply said to him, um, sorry, one second. I basically said to him, it sucks that we're both delayed because I'm delayed too but maybe have some more consideration to the, the fact that someone's having a terrible time. Yeah, the worst time. Yeah, and that's yeah. more my response was. It wasn't a negative, like, fuck you, you're a dickhead. It was more of like, hey, maybe... Try and think. Maybe think about that yeah. person. And he had responded back and was like, I didn't know the situation. Right. And I said, fair enough. Different trains, different announcements. That's fair. That's all I kind of left it at. Right. I didn't want to didn't, didn't want to delve into it. And like the thing is, he pissed me off because it was more a case of he was having a go at Virgin. Right. What are you going to do about it? Right. An apology over social media isn't enough, and it's like, what are they supposed to do? Yeah, yeah, and and it, it, yeah, I suppose that's a different. I was expecting them to be like, oh, how selfish this person is for, for that close. 
I was that close. Was that was that actually said? Because that, no. that's, that's I think was was kind of a reaction which a lot of people used to have, and I think that's why they've started to they've actually started to be a bit more honest with their announcements and saying you know this is a this is what's happened. This is a suicide incident, or you know there's there's been someone on the tracks, or yeah. you hear less people talk shit because that's kind of what I found was that not pe- people weren't really yeah. upset or. People were annoyed because we got in late. I got in like twenty it's to midnight. Annoying. And it doesn't. Late, yeah, but it, it can be. It can be. You know, you you could have you could have diverted around because you know there was uh, that was the only way to save tree. save twenty school children, yeah. and that would still be annoying. Like it would still be an annoying thing to have to happen to you. Like, but but it's yeah, it's having it, there's 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 room within within understanding the context of of the fact that this isn't really that big a deal compared yeah. to what your what possibly could happen. Um, and still being annoyed about that. That's yeah, still, that's still allowed. Like, I think you and I was I was annoyed at the delay, but also very sad at the fact that this had happened. Yeah. And then later on, we found out it was a man, and it was that made me think of the podcast even more. Right. Just like it's it's just a thing. It's mm. still a thing that you still encounter. Yeah. And when it's not it's not like we're you know I think <laughs> we've stopped doing this podcast because we've fixed it. Like we fixed yeah. the problem. Job done. Like we, there's no more suicides. We fixed it. Like that. We shake hands over it. Yeah. Uh, other, just, uh, we like have our hands up in the air. Like yeah, exactly. We've done it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's like I, I go to work and I cure cancer every day, and then I come back from work and I and I stop suicide every. You know, that's just what I do. And that's I stop bad custom service. You. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's what we do. I don't cure cancer every day, and, and I don't. can't stop back as well. And 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 you know, suicide is sadly an inevitable. It, it is a bit of an inevitability in certain cases. Yeah. We're, we're never going to be able to stop every single suicide from happening. That's I, that's one thing I've I've kind of come to realise over the probably over the past year, in fact. That um, it's inevitable. That with some people, I mean, in certain cases, it is inevitable, and it's still tragic, and it's still mm. horrible, and you know we should still try with every single person to get through to them, and to you know to you know to really help them. It's also that suicides are always going to happen. It's that weird thing of it can be a real quiet storm, or perfect storm. Sorry, perfect yeah. storm. Is what I meant. Um, for example, today I got quite upset, mm. very upset um, about a lot of things, family things, and was just just cried. No, and. Yeah. Um, that was my reaction was, mm. and that was I was fine after I'd done yeah. that and sat down and relaxed for a bit but it all it sometimes takes is one thing to happen yeah. the perfect storm and that person could make that decision and it's happened you, you hear stories of it happening mm. and it's awful well that's one thing um, we talked about before but that Ashling B article yes where she talks about the fact that you don't need to want to kill yourself for years and it can be 15 minutes and, mm. you're, just, and you're just particularly successful in that 15 minutes which is kind of the reason, one of the reasons why men kill, kill themselves more than women, because yeah. we are more of a violent, you know, gender. We we have biologically, we are more violent, violent by nature. Yeah. yeah. So so therefore, that's going to happen, and it's going. We're going. To, we're going to be better at killing ourselves, unfortunately. But yeah, there's there's a point whereby you can you can still retain that that view of, and I think this is another thing we've tried to do is is retaining that view of. You know, biological sex is something which is which is which means less and less in society, and should mean less and less yeah. in society. However, it's always going to mean something, and and you can't deny that there is that there is a, a sort of a, there are male tropes which are biological in nature, mm-hmm. which are healthy and unhealthy, yeah, and and you know, productive and unproductive, and we as a society should try and educate men, but also kind of like just talk our way out of. 
those un- those 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 um, I think so. unproductive biological traits that we have because we do and then they, they exist and, and to deny that they exist is as I say is, is silly yeah but yeah I think that's what we try to do with the podcast is, is to is to to tread that fine line whilst also just kind of talking about it in a way which is because I, I read I read the um, the first post that I put out about the podcast and I think one line really stuck out for me was is that we want to talk we want to talk about mental health in a way that makes more people talk about mental health yeah in a way that isn't um that isn't laddish or boorish, mm-hmm. but isn't, or, but also isn't sort of like overly self uh, self indulgent, self indulgent, or kind of like you know, tongue in cheek. We were we're allowed to joke about things that happened, yeah. that happened to us. We're allowed we're allowed to talk about our experiences in a, in a way which isn't just kind of completely self absorbed and sort of saying. We basically you know, made the podcast a bit like how I think we see there's a trend in podcasts now in general where that's the thing where they've got where very you read a Wikipedia heavy- article. Hmm? But you read a Wikipedia article. Well, you read, well I heard that the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the girl from uh, or the woman from um, My Favorite Murder is a robot, but she did. <laughs> <laughs> and the Golden State Murderer. <laughs> uh, that no, but more the case that we, there's a lot more podcasts now where people are talking about serious things, but in a more irreverent way. Yeah, with uh, you, me, and the Big C, with the three women who had breast cancer. Yeah. They did amazing because I think it was very funny mm. and light-hearted, but also something very heavy. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting way of doing it. I think a lot more podcasts are doing that as opposed to being very NPR and indulgent-esque. Or it's matter of fact. Yeah, it's not. It's not sort of. It's not. I can't. I'm really struggling to think of the word. It's not. It doesn't necessarily have to be just sort of woe is me and yeah. oh, this is terrible Melancholic. and. Yeah, it can just be sort of like, this has happened to me. It yeah. was shit. I didn't like the fact that it happened to me, but it did. So what am I going to do about it? It's kind of like more of a stoic way of looking at it rather than the sort of, you know, self-indulgent way of looking yeah. at it. And not like, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Tits, ass, Millwall. <laughs> Tits, ass, and Millwall. Tits, ass, and Millwall. Uh, the, yeah, against the, story. the other big three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah, so it was an interesting way of, of framing it from that point of view. Because, you know, one of the first episodes we did was about suicide. Yes, was it was. It was about my uh, housemate who killed himself and also my, my suicidal thoughts that I've had myself. And I or I do have, especially around uh, public suicides, mm-hmm. um, Anthony Bourdain, for example, yes. or, or, you know, think, think of others that have There's happened. countless. Yeah, uh, Chester Bennington. I, I really have to stop myself from googling how they did it. Yeah, like what happened around the time. I, I just have to. I have to stop myself from from essentially trying to diagnose them and trying to see if oh is that, is that similar to me in any way? Because I think that's probably what it is. It's sort of like oh, have I got any of those traits? Is that going to happen to me? Yeah, do you know, I find it interesting. They don't really talk about the or mainstream media doesn't talk about the method of death anymore. That's deliberate. That's deliberate. I thought it would be because I, I, I because, still don't yeah. know how Anthony Bourdain died. I know he killed. It. I know he killed himself, but that's it. I think he hanged himself, but it's, it's not a hit <sighs> yeah, on that. Wouldn't know. But, but it's it, it, they, that is done because, particularly after Marilyn Monroe, um, a lot of people there was a lot of copycat suicides. Oh. Not I think hers was technically a suicide, but there was a lot of of people taking large amounts of sleeping pills. I guess it's things like I know about the Kurt Cobain one because Kurt Cobain. I guess it was such a glamorous story. But also the reporting was different back then. Yeah. And, and there's like yeah, a, yeah. there's a deliberate thing to to not it basically not give people any ideas. Because it it's the same thing with there's that famous Charlie Brooker thing about um that gets sent around after every school shooting. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Where essentially like downplay it. Don't you know you know, don't don't make them into a glamorous person. Smash cut to 
Yeah, that yeah. that happening in it's every single Hook case. Shooter. Yeah, and it's that same voice, and it's like, ugh, it's sleazy media. And that isn't done for suicides for that exact mm-hmm. reason because it is, you know, it is a tragedy, and it's not something to be to be, you know, made money out of. Basically, Did you know, something interesting but, happened um, when I was um, looking at the whole thing with the thing in Uneaton. Mm. Uh, I couldn't find specific information, so I, I, I tweeted like Uneaton suicide. Or like search for on Twitter. Yeah. And the first thing that pops up, if you put the word suicide, is like a Samaritan's uh, pop-up instantly. Right, okay. That's interesting. So it's just like, if you need to talk to someone, click this button. And yeah. And it will put you through someone to talk to. And it's like, that's very interesting. That's really interesting. I didn't, I never knew about it until yesterday. Yeah. Never ever knew about it. That must be new, because I don't think I've, yeah. Well, that must be, I think it's probably, I've Googled that recently. something they've probably done recently. Um, yeah. Makes sense. Because a lot of companies are now a lot of big companies in social media are probably way more aware of the fact that that is a thing. Well, I've, I've actually got that's that's one of the things I've got written down the notes is 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 that part of the reason why I think even in the past year the climate has changed around around this kind of conversation is that I'm hearing the conversation about mental health happening yes on lots of different podcasts yeah. in lots of different forms with lots of different people and from people from lots of different backgrounds in the sense that like I felt like a year ago. I hadn't heard the stuff that we were talking about being yeah. discussed, and it's still not. I still think that you know the way that we've done it is relatively unique, but it there's so much more conversation around mental health and around suicide and yeah. around you know people having horrific times in their lives. The posts on social media about suicide are fascinating when people right, are like because okay. what people will do with um, oh, what's um, the guy from that the band this year, a Scottish band. Oh, Scott Hutchinson. Um, yeah, Scott Hutchinson. Yeah. When, when he uh, died, all the posts, the main posts I saw from a lot of people were about suicide prevention. Mm. And I thought that was the most interesting shift of what I'd seen for, over the past few years is, is that now it's more a case of this is an awful thing that ha- that's happened, yeah. but if you are feeling like this, here's all these things that can yeah. help. And it's like, that's the better way of looking yeah. towards things. Yeah, and that's just a refreshing thing to see. Is and I think it's very honest. I don't think it's like a very disingenuous thing. It's very honest to people who do it. Mm. More like journalists who aren't like music journalists, and not people like looking for promotion. But more, yeah. this is an awful thing that's happened. It's affected us, but doesn't have to happen. To doesn't you. have to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't, you don't have to be in that predicament. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, which is good to see. It's nice to see that actually. Yeah, and and as you say, that's that. So to so, so to go back to what I was saying, that like the 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 necessity to have this conversation in public, I think, is lessened because not that everyone is, you know, and and it's it's very easy to to think, you know, it's I I, I always, the the example I always I always think of this is the kind of like Twitter bubble around the the um, two thousand fifteen election. Yes. But like we could not understand how the Tories won. Like, how did the Tories win? <laughs> Same Brexit. They, like, yeah, how did Brexit? Well, Brexit. I, I was because I, no. I'd slightly reduce. I'd slightly remove myself from that bubble. I was in the bubble. bubble. I was so convinced. Exactly. Like, so and, convinced. And so it's probably easy from my like kind of vaguely left left leaning um, socially progressive podcast that I generally listen to, yeah. other than Joe Rogan's to and a certain I, extent. <laughs> and I, I I was the other one who walked up the house with his trousers. Who forgot his trousers and was like, oh my god, I'm not wearing any trousers. That's how I felt that morning. <laughs> It was yeah. like, <laughs> what happened? But you know, I suppose, I suppose the 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 conversations that that we are having are mirrored in podcasts that I listen to. But maybe not. Maybe they're not mirrored in podcasts that other people listen to, yeah. or media that other people you know um, listen to and, and absorb and that sort of thing. 
it's it's interesting. One one of my friends works at the BBC and has done several um, videos of of uh, interviewing. One was um, interviewing a woman, and I and I still haven't watched this, so I don't really know. I'm bringing it up, but you know, my other everything else he's done is brilliant. Plug. Yeah, no, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not going to say your name, but you know, you Steve um, Claridge. Steve Claridge. I'm sorry, Steve Claridge. Um, <laughs> no, he did. He did one in Northern Ireland on a um, a lady who had lost two of her sons oh, to suicide, and and just he's done a few on on different on on uh, mental health stuff before. And the fact that that's being made in the B- on the BBC and the BBC are commissioning things like yeah. that, and that that is that is considered really quite important. And the fact that you had like Professor Green's documentary that he did, he did the other year, yeah. and Stormzy talking about about um, having depression and stuff mm. like that. Um, Tyson Fury on, on Tyson on, Fury on, on, on various mediums. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that he, that there are so many people who are coming out for lack of a better term yeah. as having had depression, as having had some some kind of issue with mental health. Did I ever tell you the story about Gary Speed? On the pocket, I don't think I did. No, I worked at. Uh, at <laughs> I was about to mention the company by name. Um, when I worked at a previous bank <laughs> <laughs> uh, several years ago, the Bank of England, the Bank of England. When you worked at the Bank of England, yeah, yeah, yeah. as the Chancellor of the Exchequer, yeah. Um, That's he doesn't work for the Bank of England. Tra- I worked in the Treasury. Okay, um, those are two different things. Yeah, who cares? Um, I don't care. Um, <laughs> you should do. It's a very important point. The day after I'd started the job, the day after Gary Speed, the, the news that came out that he mm. killed himself, which was like shocking. Yeah, it was really horrific because it was like, what? Yeah, that was that was another one which which I think caught me. That caught, yeah, so, caught me like, guard because it was sort of someone that was so successful and done so well at Wales. He was, you know, amazing. He because it was the, the Welsh team at that point had just picked up and mm. he was getting rightful praise for yeah. that fact. And it was like, oh and God. it just goes to show. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I remember we had a trainer who was uh, from Leeds, and we were like, "Did you hear the story about Gary Speed?" Like, mad, isn't it? And I remember he called him a coward, and he was like, "He's got kids, fucking coward." Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And you think you you, you you kind of like at that point, first day on the job. So you don't want to say fuck mm. off. Well, and also I, I, I it's a I, tricky predicament to be in because in the end, it's I'm not I'm going to use the word coward, but it's it's not a good thing to do to your kids. It's not no. some, it's not something that obviously you're going through something horribly, incredibly horrific, and and that you know you you wouldn't do that unless you were thinking in completely unhealthy way and everything like yeah. that so it's kind of almost facile to, to make that point hence why we kind of tend to you know dissuade people from, from calling people cowards that, yeah. that take their own life in that way or, you know when they've got kids or when they've got family or anything but like it, there are victims of suicide and yeah. I, I've, we've, I've, I've mentioned to you this before but like kind of I kind of think that the victims of suicide are the people that are left behind from suicide yeah obviously the person who has killed themselves is to, a victim they have to essentially they have to pick up the pieces yeah yeah. That's, and that's an awful it's, it's probably as awful as the, the person who has killed themselves yeah because you're dealing with the grief at that point and it's perpetual and it carries on yeah and, and, and there's I, I can't remember I think I, I one of the only things I've written on Reddit this year is on um, I can't remember who it was. There was some post on Reddit about about um, it was on the MMA subreddit, and I and I well, wrote I something you about shitty food porn, and I was like, <laughs> really out of uh, not on brand there. No, it was, I think it was on the MMA subreddit, and I just wrote something about you know suicide and the fact that I lost Henry and stuff like that. Um, and someone replied saying 
something along the lines I'm paraphrasing um, you know I've always thought that kind of one of the things of being a friend of someone who's killed themselves is the fact that, that you know they weren't able to carry that pain so therefore you have to carry it as to kind of like a passing of a torch but as in a, a passing of a torch awful way but and to which I and I try I I'm trying to I try to be honest about these kind of more selfish feelings that come out in me is yeah. the fact that I never fucking asked for that I never wanted that I never wanted this burden to carry yeah. I, I, if, if, I, if I could choose to not have to carry that burden you wouldn't have it I, I wouldn't have it I definitely would not have it yeah and so you know I, and, and you go through you know like the stages of grief like you this part of this, there's there's still parts of me and it's a diminishing part of the time but I remember when after Henry killed himself I was annoyed at him for a little bit because why mm. why would you do that why like what but you hear that with widows have you ever speak to like yeah. a widow about yeah. that even if their partner's died you know of something that elderly people are more likely to mm. die of um, there's a lot of anger yeah. in death in dealing with death yeah because it's a very natural reaction to have there's also things of like it's it's frustrating, and I think the frustration can bleed over into anger because it's like I'm angry that I didn't get the chance to not to, yeah. to step in almost. And in the end, that's that's what it is. It's sort of it's it's the anger at feeling powerless. Yeah, like, I think that's one of the things that I that I've noticed about myself, and especially also actually we've got this podcast. Mm. We've learned a lot about it ourselves. I, de- I definitely have. I don't yeah, know about you, but like the, but I I found I find that I get angry when I am powerless when when I cannot when I cannot have an effect on something yeah and Henry's death is definitely one of those things where I just had I could not do anything about it no and and in the end that's kind of quite a nice thing to come to but it's also very frustrating that like I just I just have I have to carry this now I have to carry this now for the rest of my life that's on you and and that's just something I have to do yeah and you know the the stoicist inside of me wants to say well you know you can't do anything about that so yeah do it nice and and that kind of does it does actually bring me some comfort but there's also that thing of like why do I have to do it? Why? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awful. Yeah. And again, that's that's sort of like a, a... That's not the way I think all the time and that's yeah. not the way that I think people should think. But part of the reason that we want to do this podcast is to be honest about this sort of thing. Agreed. And part of the... I think one of the problems that we've found over the past few months is finding those topics where we can be honest about things in a in an interesting way and in a new way I think the thing is I think we both agreed with this that I think why why I decided to think the podcast was 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 on its way out mm. was the fact that I think we were running out of we not that we could run out of topics we're running out of topics that we could really talk about and also I think at some points the there's a limitation on what mm the content yeah and I think unless you branch further out get other voices of opinions you're going to be treading over the same topics yeah. again and again and again the same themes the same stories you only have so many stories unless you're Joey Diaz he has like 50,000 stories yeah exactly probably all lies yeah uh, you know Joey Pabaloni from down the road yeah and it's just like no, it's bullshit so yeah we just yeah. I think we just, and that's what it, it sort of was almost bordering on being inauthentic I felt at certain points yeah. that we were talking about things that we just didn't know and about we didn't really know about and we didn't really have a right to be talking about because it wasn't it wasn't we were talking about other exper- other people's experiences and stuff like that I have a couple of questions go on I actually have a lot of questions but right. so we'll kind of dip in some of them are podcast specific some of them are are they emergency questions yes you've got to break okay. the glass in case 
I've got I've got a lot written. This was cool. a three hour training yesterday. <laughs> um, so these are these are the post uncoupling questions. Right. Okay. So the podcast is at its end, and I'm compelled to ask this. I don't know why I use that word in this question. It sounds compelled. like I'm like writing an article for. Could a you not just have asked the question? Not not written like a prosaic way of. T- I, no, sorry, carry on. I'm being I'm being a dick. So the podcast is at its end, and I'm compelled to ask this to you, Nick. Uh, why are you doing it, Parkinson? No, I was doing it. So, uh, what's his name from the uh, Dragon's Den? Who does the Apprentice voiceover? Bold guy. Oh, I don't know that guy. Yeah. Ewan Davis. Don't that know. that guy. Don't know that piece of shit. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> what other impersonations do you want? Go on. Uh, do it, Parky. I want. I want this Parky. <laughs> you're fine. You're very Parky. So it's like. So the podcast is at its end, and I'm compelled to ask, what is your main reason for wanting to start the podcast? Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Michael Bublé. (laughs) Mr. Michael Bublé. So what are your main reasons for wanting to start the podcast? When when we started the podcast, I suppose I've already said that the the reasons I wanted to start the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Billy Connolly. (laughs) Billy Connolly. (laughs) Um... One of the other things I've got written, written down is podcast. Podcast, because it's on my list as well. Don't like worry. The third, I, th- I think I listened to about three or four, kind of skipping through oh. through the early podcasts and recovery, especially episode three. You start off with a a really nice welcome to the Angus Men podcast. Now and yeah, I, I don't even call you up on it because there's a few times where I've, I noticed it and started calling you up on it. Should we splice that in right now? Hello and welcome to the Anxious Men podcast. I'm Adam. <laughs> so I have in my list here. I had a few things. that will go after that question in a minute. I had some highlights and insights. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> should we come back to those? Because I'll, I'll no, this is this is one that's oh, right, related okay. to that. It was uh, episode three recovery, known by me as the Dutch opening podcast episode. <laughs> uh, I can't recall it being intentional or not. Um, I'm not sure, and I couldn't tell you either way. What I do know is it's Steve McLaren level Dutch. Yeah. It really is. It's like podcast, uh, and I didn't, I didn't believe you. And then I listened to it. I was like, "Hello, what is the Englishman podcast?" Yeah, and I was like, "What podcast?" It's but it's more, it's, it's more, the, it's more Afrikaans than it is than it is Dutch. I mean, we were it's doing podcast. Lo- do you think we were podcast? It may have been intentional. You are a you know a famous famous Afrikaner because I think we were doing with the South your... African accent before that episode. Were we? Yeah, because I started to train some people at work who was South African. Right, one okay. of the things that they enjoyed was the fact that I could do a great Oscar stories impersonation right okay uh, which I won't do on the air yeah um, that would be cut <laughs> I think that was cut from episode 3 so. <laughs> I was almost tempted on the last episode to do it again I didn't kill her <laughs> I'll keep that um, so yeah I don't know though it did sound very Dutch but then there's a, I think there was one episode where I redid the opening Yes, yeah, separately. No, did, yeah. I don't know what episode it is, but it sounds awful because it was like, "Hello and welcome to Hello. the Anxious Men Podcast." I'm welcome Adam. D- d- yeah, because to you going, and I'm Nick. And this week's episode is <laughs> yeah, yeah, not good, not not good at all. Probably never did that again. What inspired you to do the start the podcast or one of the uh, the sparks? So the first spark was your blog post. Thank you very much. To go back to it now, deleted. Like, now deleted subsequently deleted podcast about 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 your relationship with anxiety and and that being a really interesting thing to me purely because it was incredibly brave first of all but it really was and I know you had a lot of messages that's kind of saying yeah that I've had this I've had a similar experience I've had a similar experience which has kind of been my experience of doing this podcast yeah. is, is a lot of people <clears throat> have been saying that um 
but that was the main sort of catalyst. And I, you know, I'd always wanted to do a podcast because I like the sound of my own voice because I'm incredibly arrogant. Yeah, but, I can agree to that. Can yeah, agree. anyone who knows me would agree with that, <laughs> um, including my mother, um, especially and my your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, especially your girlfriend. Yeah, they're both of both of those very important women in my life. The two, the two cornerstones of our life. <laughs> so why are you going back into parking? <laughs> your bad a, version that of parking. London. Eh? Oh right, okay. <laughs> Millwall tits. Uh, your mum and my missus. Um, yeah, so that I, I wanted to do a podcast, and I wanted to do something talking about mental health. Yeah, and you, I felt were probably the person. Well, were definitely perfect person to pick um, because you were someone I knew had talked about that publicly before. Yeah, and you had you had done a podcast before. Oh, we've got our first guest. It's like an old house oh, party. Is it, <laughs> <laughs> is it Mr. Blobby? Fucking <laughs> hope not. Imagine Mr. Blobby just burst through the door right now. It'd be great. It would not be great. It would be fucking it would terrifying. Be, yeah. We are recording, but we've just stopped to see you. Yeah. Just to stare at you. <laughs> Everything you say will be recorded and maybe used against you if you. To relate notes. And if you need to later rely on this in court, well, I, I don't know. Do you want half of this beer? What is it? I don't know. I don't think you need to have a fucking yeah, right. beer. I've got that like, I've literally got so many beers in this house. Like, well, you can have gin if you prefer gin. We can have gin. Um, what kind of beer is it? It's a session IPA. And in that case, I would prefer a gin, please. <laughs> so many gins. Look at my, my mountain of gin. Why have you got so many? Hello on the podcast. You never, you never got to be a guest on the podcast. I didn't. No. But, Despite you know. being probably one of the most devout listeners. Yeah. One of the most, one of the... Harshest critics. <laughs> <laughs> Only in private. <laughs> you were terrible, and you did a terrible job, and you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm like, I'm sorry, Tash. Why did we start the podcast? Um, because, for the reasons we've just stated, I can't remember where I stopped. Uh, you basically said it because it was other podcasts you were listening to. You wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts I wanted to do a podcast I like the sound of my own voice and it was a conversation that I didn't think was being had especially at that time I thought so too like it was it was not something that I'd heard people talking about and especially like after your blog post I'd never heard people talking about it in that kind of very honest way Get thank you very much Natasha you are very welcome Nick get a bloaty head over here from all of this uh, praising getting from Nick just gonna, just gonna oh, don't you worry I'll pop that down can you hear that listeners Oh, cheers. 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 You've got a lovely pint and you've got a little lovely gin. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Yeah, I think we there, was a, there wasn't a lot of content that I was seeing beyond like tweets. You know, like you see like the tweet streams of consciousness mm. that people would post. But even then, like, I, I, Matt Haig, I guess, was doing quite a bit. Yeah. I yeah, he, um, what was his book? He did, he's done quite a few books. Mm. But he's quite, he writes quite a lot about mental health. Um, beyond that, it was really very few and far between. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was always like you'd hear a bit of it in podcasts, especially the Joe one, and like, I can't remember who had died. Someone had killed himself. I can't remember who it was. Might be Chris Cornell. No, it was before that. Um, okay. Was that this year? That was last year. Because mm. that's when, because him and Chester were friends. Right, yeah. And they were really, really good friends, so that mm. was kind of a thing a knock on, but um No, it was someone in in MMA who mm. who who killed himself and I think they were both I think him and Brendan were talking about it. Right. And just the way that Brendan was talking about suicide, I was like, this is not 
this is probably what a lot of people think yeah and it's it wasn't not a being, healthy way of thinking about yeah, suicide that's and that's that's one of the one of the things that I'm glad we've done it yeah is that we've we've had we've had the conversation in a way that other people haven't had the conversation and mm. I think that in itself is inherently valuable I thought I always thought the podcast is like essentially the what I thought of it was to people almost having a chat in a pub like when I tend to go to the pub I it's where I have like the deepest conversations hmm. if I go with uh, my friend Patrick or Benny we inevitably it's because you're a proper bloke Adam we are proper you were Millwall proper modern tits. blokes and yeah. we would um, we would just talk about very serious things and we'd get to that kind of point and it was almost to the level where you thought that would be really good if that was on a podcast yeah that would be really good content and and it has been it has been excellent content <laughs> you welcome listeners <laughs> and that was the thing one of the, the nicest bit of praise that I got from someone was that it just sounded like you're sitting with your mates talking yeah. about it yeah that was always what I wanted yeah and we um, we yeah um one of her friends said that when she first moved to Manchester, that, that was sort of more yes. things. She, she liked the fact that it was just sort of, you know, two people just sitting and it was like we're in the room. And yeah, that's what we always wanted to be. Was, always. Was just that, yeah, having a conversation. And, and I think and we achieved it. Yeah. Yeah, I think we did too. I think, um, it's very funny because like it's, it's not as, it's sad that we're stopping the podcast, but it's also not like we're not friends. Mm. That's the key. Like we're just not. We're not friends. We're not friends. We never will be. I'll do you. Nick Venables was never my friend. <laughs> uh, I one of the guys I follow on Twitter this week had posted about a video game podcast they listened to for years. That was like a YouTube channel, mm. and they did a final post on Sunday. Right, and it was like three guys. One of the guys was like, "So Matt and Pat, we're ending the podcast. They are not friends anymore. Wow. So they're ending it mutually because they don't like each other. That's rough. And it was like a podcast where they're all like, yeah." don't feel bad you know like we're going to do our own individual things but it's kind yeah. of still sad that they just they're just ending the pot their, yeah. their thing and they just don't like each other because of like business got in the way of things which is tragic but it happens yeah and one thing is I'm glad to say that we're ending it but it's not like we're not friends mm. which is a nice thing it's like well I'd rather we end it and have zero bitterness <laughs> or something yeah which could always happen with things it's one of the questions I've got written down mm. tangentially to this. Have we failed? No. Why not? Because my thing I said to you a long time ago was I didn't care how many people were listening to the podcast. If it in some way helps the conversation of, of mental health with one person out mm. there, one person, I'm happy. Yeah. And that's my mission. Mm. And it has. Yeah, because I've had people talk to me mm. and talk to people from work about mental health a lot more openly they know yeah. that I do the podcast and can not confide in me but can talk to me about something Yeah, that for me is a mission accomplished and that's I think the the level of conversation to which to which you kind of we kind of need to be able to have with people that we don't know that well yeah is, is it being treated in the same way that you would treat a physical illness and again I've said this before, but I don't really like the pa- a lot of the parallels between mental and physical illness yeah. because I think it's kind of a lot of them are quite lazy comparisons. But you would talk to, you maybe wouldn't tell someone you know that you just met. Oh, I had gastroenteritis. I was shitting, shitting the shitting my pants. <laughs> shitting everywhere. everywhere. Just shitting everywhere. Like, oh. like, but you would, but you would maybe say, oh yeah, a bit of food poisoning. But like, kind of yeah. talking about it on that level with people that you don't know that well, I think should be okay. 
I've had a bit of a down. I've just been feeling a bit crap recently. I've just been feeling really down. And the you know, time, yeah, you're giving them the almost the, the you give them the you're giving the them the wink kind of, of they know what's happening. They know what's up. Yeah, but, and the kind of euphemistic sense of it, and and that being. You you feeling less excluded purely from there's there's kind of two levels to this there's 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 the acceptance in public, and then there's the acceptance in private. Yeah. And the acceptance in public is a very different, is a very different thing to the acceptance in, exception in private. And you know if you've had any form of you know if you have, <laughs> shut yourself. Off. I have it was not fun. Yeah yeah then that's not something that you're going to tell people that you just met because no, that's better you know, tell Tash. But you are going to sell people, people yeah. strangers on the internet. <laughs> I had food poisoning and. I very was this recently this was a year and a half ago so right. it was a while ago and I think you told on episode 3 in fact I think I probably did it was horrendous yeah yeah. you didn't really shit yourself on the way back from Sainsbury's no worse it was worse than that mm. it was that I was really ill I had like real po- food right, poisoning okay. so I was like puking up and yeah yeah Poor Lorna had me puking we from. Talk about puke too much, man. Yeah. Talk about shit and puke. Well, that's why we're only in the podcast to start Yeah, it was bad. That was yeah. like, and I think Tash had to take pity on me and feed me crackers for three days. Right, okay. Because I was just like, I can't eat anything. Please. But that's then like the the private level of, of the conversation compared yeah. to the public level. The public level it was like, oh, I just couldn't keep anything down. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and just, if you pushed just... me, I'd be like, I, shat, I kept shitting myself. <laughs> Yeah, because you're a very crude man. But like, you should be able to just say to someone, "Yeah, I, I felt, I felt really crap, and I just basically couldn't get out of bed for a couple of days." Yeah, that's that's the level to which you should kind of be able to just say that, and people go, "Wow, that's really shit." I've, yeah, you know, I'm glad you're feeling better now. That, that's that's kind of what you want that in that public in that public acceptance. I think that's all right. I think it's fair. And the kind of private conversations, I think, are a lot more difficult and are a lot more contextual and depends on the person that you're talking to you're a lot more open and you're a lot more um, your guard's down yeah but it depends on the person that you're talking to mm. like I I have I've had private conversations with people which are which are different and, and explore the conversation in different ways because this person is a different person yeah. has a different background has had different experiences themselves maybe I know them better or worse maybe I've known them for longer or shorter mm-hmm. Like that sort of thing, and you know, even if you you met someone over a really short amount of time, and you just kind of really you just really get on with them, and then you kind of are quite have quite an intense conversation. Like I've kind of had in I've had in a few quite intense conversations in Liverpool, yeah, with people I've barely known for weeks. But it's just kind of like that situation has just sprouted that, and, and it's kind, kind of, of become yeah, this thing. We're around the same age, you know. We've had some, we've we've maybe gone to the same university. We've had similar experiences. We've had you know friends who have suffered with it and stuff like that. And so, to have that, the, the public conversation, I think we should all try and get to the same level of, yeah. you know, being able to talk about it to the same degree that you talk about physical illness. I think you're right. However, the private conversation is always going to depend on how comfortable you, you are. You go down at certain levels. Yeah. So, with my parents, it's probably not all the way down. Yeah. Same with mine. Yeah. Uh, with my friends, probably not all the way down. Some friends, it will be down. Mm. Uh, with Tash, it's down. Yeah. Probably you're most vulnerable, you know, yeah. at that point. But, like, with other people, it's, it's not. Mm. Um, and that's just the way it is, I guess. And that's mm. the way it'll always be. It's more a case of you control that. Yeah, and, and you, that being that's kind of that's okay. That's yeah. okay if you if you are, you know. I was. What's the purpose of the share? What's the purpose of the of this information that you're giving to this person? Yeah, it, is it is it to sort of like get sympathy? Because I think that's probably a bad way to. Way to, to I, know, you, I know people who do that. I I get it. 
and and I've probably done it myself. I'm all, I've all certainly done it myself. Yeah. But like that's not some that's not a positive thing. I think if you're trying to like share your 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 experiences. your experiences in maybe an empathetic way or in a way that you know think might help the other person, or if you think the person genuinely gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah. But if but even from that point of view, then it's sort of like okay, I'm trying to improve our our relationship by yeah. sharing this this deep you know this this secret that I have, which I wouldn't necessarily tell other people. It's also and now you know me better with the well being that you've got. Like some people may be like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, and that could be like, "Are you alright?" Yeah, well, that could be like, "No, really, are you alright?" Mm. And it could that one sense can mean so much, mm. and that kind of engages where you're at with your with your explanation. Yeah. Hello, you. Um, yeah, one and and. I had a um, I had a conversation recently, and apologies if, there, if there's cats noises on on this podcast. Cat noises, a silent cat. Um, but the I had a conversation with a friend, and he sort of like he had said something that was like particularly angry, and it was kind of like overly. Like you could just hear the frustration dripping on all the words, and kind yeah. of like, and I basically was just like, Are "You okay?" And then, ha- and then wrote afterwards. You know, I actually kind of mean that semi seriously. You were right. You know, I don't mean that as a joke. You yeah. Know, just you know, is everything going okay at the moment? And he replied with something really, really nice. It was like, I don't worry. I didn't take it as an ingenuine thing. You know, as a joke. I, I, I know that you. I know that you asked that. Yeah. And that was kind of thing of like, that's a really lovely thing to have in a friendship that you can just ask someone. You are you okay? Like, and and he answered honestly, and he was like, yeah, yeah there's a few things that have been frustrating and that sort of thing. I've had it before with. Um I'm in like several work WhatsApp groups mm. and someone in the work WhatsApp group mentioned something alluded to something it didn't really say what yeah but I just messaged them private like do you want to talk about it yeah yeah because you just you just you start to become more keenly aware of those like of those just those signs those little tripwires those little things that people that people say and kind of you know maybe someone is just extra frustrated and I and I Amy's very good with me because she's just like as soon as I've become a little bit more irritating mm. and like my jokes have become a bit harsher and I'm just kind of just a bit more of a cop bit more pepper on the jab yeah yeah she's just like are you alright like mm. just go just go back to, just go back to a basic question like I'm not I'm, you know because obviously it's really fucking annoying because essentially I become a child it's very I difficult to that childish state but she's like hang on are you okay is everything is everything alright are you being a dick or are you or are you just oh yeah or is something wrong and sometimes I'm being a dick and then I just need to right okay but it's, but it's such it's such a better way of dealing with it because I immediately have to go right okay yeah no I'm actually feeling quite sad at the moment and that's why I'm doing it fuck right okay that's yeah. something I need to, but it's just because and then but as soon as you've seen it and as soon as you've like some, some nice sound effects in the background of uh, <laughs> Marple doing a big poo having a wee having um, a wee okay, yeah fair enough. um but that that sort of that's a much better way of diffusing the, diffusing the situation because then if I'm being a dick I'm like oh shit right okay I'm just being a dick right okay I should probably stop that or oh okay something's going wrong okay um, you know for example at the moment I'm really not dealing with the fact dealing well with the fact that it's dark outside I've just I've just come home from it's work dark and just very feel, late. yeah it was very like four o'clock yeah 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 it's it's all but it, but it, you know it's coming up to the darkest day of the year um, thank you. Thank you for having your way at last. I've scratch around for ten minutes. But yeah, so like just just having having those kind of relationships, I think I'm far more open to after having after after having done this podcast. That was actually one of my questions, and therefore we've killed two questions with one stone, three questions with one stone actually. Just just that good. Um, just natural. I've got. That's one Parkinson. 
You've got the better Parkinson accent. I don't really have a chat show accent. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm James Corden, and I'm a twat. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, Amy was watching Gavin Stacey the other day, which I've never, I've never really watched yeah. that much. But I, it is funny, and there's yeah. parts of it which are really good. Um, and I like, just forget that James Corden's in it. It's like, why are you there? Why Do you know you... where everyone forgets? The other guy, Gavin. Yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to him? No idea. I don't think he was very nice. Really? Yeah. Right, okay. You, what you tend to find is that people, the nice people seem to do okay and then they're... right okay so the, the nice but also the nice people in television programmes aren't actually generally that nice true, true I don't know if that's true is that, that is true of like Gemma Fisher and John Kremzinski I've been watching a lot of The Office at the moment uh, it's true of Martin Freeman really people I, I know people who've met him and he's not very pleasant right okay then again I never I never know how to how to, how to think about that Cumberbatch lovely is that a sort of thing whereby you just because like being a celebrity is just inherently unhealthy and bad for you so therefore like are you just kind of protective of yourself and you probably I think you're more protective of yourself and I think you're more you really have to do that mm. I think you're more you know like people don't talk can't to you and talk to you in this rate do they they like they don't do that mm. imagine if you were walking to the shop and everyone did that yeah yeah and and I I, I have a this is this is going to sound like a brag I have a, I have a friend who is like semi-famous is it the friend well, I won't yeah. mention his name the friend but, I think it is though yeah yeah. Um, and just like the stories that he said about like people recognising him and he's not he's not that famous he's on a, he's on quite a big radio show if you didn't know who he was I wouldn't know who he was yeah yeah. Like, but he's also been on some some programmes on, on television and stuff like yeah. that and like he gets recognised sometimes and just just like he just has to deal with people coming up to him and being like you're that person and it's like you're Peter ne- K I never have to deal with it it's not Peter K but like <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, I'd never have to deal with that kind of frustration and that mm. must be really that must be really annoying sometimes and especially when you're even more famous if you're the level of like where you were, where you were in The Hobbit do you know what's weird though like we when Natasha lives in London she's from the corner from Kit Harrington yeah he's seen in Sainsbury's John Snow mm. like not just like anyone that's like one of the key characters in Game of Thrones yes. don't give a shit right he would just buy his pasta and mm. his broccoli and you'd, you'd kind of wonder to yourself what not John Snow's making tonight but like he would just go about his day but that must be nice that must be like yeah. it's the, maybe it's the anonymity of London at place mm. where you it, if you could be quite famous and people still won't care yeah yeah I don't know if he went to the pub with his uh, fiance or not but Maybe that's a different kind of situation. Maybe you're just going insane to be people, people that you think are people are going to be less private. But yeah, when people are drunk. Maybe the situation is different. True. Yeah. Um, I saw Stuart Lee at a, a bar once, and he got hounded mm. by like so many people. Right. But he was so good about it. It was like, yeah, clearly not a lot of people. Not like swarm. Like if he was, but like, just several people in the bar. Several people like yeah. you, Stuart Lee, and he's like, yeah, yeah. right, okay. nice to meet. You. Oh no worries. I met Adam Buxton. I did the same thing right, okay. when I was seventeen, right. and he dealt with the real douchey seventeen-year-old yeah. very well. I just felt well, I, every time I hear his pockets I'm like oh, I can't believe I said shit I'm so sorry Adam <laughs> I'm so sorry Mr. Buxton Buckles I was going to mention a podcast that I listened to recently about that was it it's actually in fact that I'm going to have to I'm going to have to basically Alan did a podcast um, with Emily Dean who is uh, who does a podcast called Walking the Dog yeah 
Um, and it's just him talking about his, his he lost his dad when he was quite young this, mm. is, this is public information it's not like I'm just releasing it's this. on his Wikipedia page um, I'm not sure if it is but anyway probably not but that's it, so yeah um, yeah Emily's been walking the dog um, with Alan Cochran and it's it's just a really it's just a really lovely um, conversation about his childhood about, about their childhood yeah. just kind of like differences in childhood and kind of you know the the influences on the person that you become in, in, as an adult mm. from your childhood. Yeah, and I think that's another thing that I've I've I've, be, I've I've discovered a bit more about myself in the past year is those those things which I can just clearly see from my childhood about about who I am, mm-hmm. how I get affected. And I actually said this, said this to you the other day about the fact that one of the reasons why I'm scared of the dark at the moment is because I see people like like kids dressed in hoods, and like I got I got beaten up by kids in hoods like that last so, week. So yeah, last week no. But when I was when I was like twelve, I got yeah. beaten up, and and, and I, I remember going to football practice, and I got beaten up, and I got dragged through a puddle, and like it was dark, and That's so of course, horrible. of course, I've got that in my head as being like something that is traumatic and something which is obviously informing my adult life. Yeah, that's pretty awful. Yeah, but it was. But yeah, like just, yeah. just just the thing of like yeah, just making those connections between the the child that still exists inside of yourself yeah, and then that the adult that kind of surrounds that childish persona that, that hopefully doesn't come out that much. I probably have the same thing with like, with not with teenagers off the back of, I think I talked about the pregnant woman I saw getting beat up by yeah. teenagers. Yeah. Which was rough. Yeah, I imagine. Um, that and when I saw a girl get beaten up by mm. a, a, a fully grown man, uh, which, yeah, he's cobble box, which was like, Harrowing, right? Yeah, really harrowing because you don't really know what that looks like until you see it. Yeah, and it's one of the things that stays with you. So when you see like them kind of situations in public, it may be really uncomfortable because I've yeah. seen the results of it, and it yeah. was it was fucking disgusting. Mm. Um, but those those they, they stick with you. Those things and they inform you. Don't think of them. Yeah, they inform you in quite a subtle way, in quite yeah. a subconscious way. And inform the way that you react about certain things. Yeah, I think they do. Mm. Um, I've got a few. I've got a top five list. Oh yeah, I have got a top five list. Go on. Um, this is the top five of my favourite episodes. Right. Um, number five was resolutions. Right. Yeah, that was fun. It was fun. Don't think it was a very good episode, but it was fun. <laughs> I've actually said uh, on my loose notes, Ramble Chat, yeah. Adam Buxton, trademark. That's a Ramble Chat. Was maybe the most fun episode to ever record. We did focus more on this. Was loose. concentrate on that. Yeah. Was loose, silly, and maybe practically unlistenable. But we did it was choose fun. <laughs> we had a Ramble Chat. Um, we put on our conversation coats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was number five. I think that's one of my... Because I think... I, I listened to it once, and it mm. is... It's not great. It's, it's not, not the best great. work, but it was really fun. It was, it was really, a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It to was record. a lot of fun. Yeah. That was the thing. It was like that was. We've had a good few episodes, and they were all very good, but, but meaty. Mm. That was a very loose one, right? It yeah. seemed to go absolutely nowhere, but it went somewhere. Sort yeah, of. that was still enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, if you got through it and you enjoyed it, thanks. Do you know what we should have done? We should listen to that episode to see if we did our resolutions or not. Shit. Yeah. Good point. I don't think we did. Probably not. We wrote a list of, of aims for the podcast and we've not done any of those. Nope. So, yeah. Still got that pad downstairs somewhere. Yeah. Number four. Can you guess my number four? Um, I don't want to because I might, I might then guess things that are higher up the list. Okay. Man up, number four. Right, okay. 
I think it was our first big episode after the initial first two. Yeah. Um, and I think initially, from listening back, we fell foul of a bit of hesitation yes. to say what we felt. Yes. But I felt we loosened up near the end. Yeah. And we had a very, I think, passionate ending. And we're more willing to put our kind of weariness aside, which I think was the first time we'd really consciously thought about it. Mm. I think that was one of the first, the first times that we almost came up against the problems that we've been recently having of not knowing of kind of self-centering to a certain extent but really not wanting to do that yeah and I think part of the sense of self-censor that, that we've been doing over the past 50 episodes is is personal stuff that we don't want to share yeah that is relevant to the podcast of course it is because it's it's you know it's within our minds and within it's stuff that we think about mm-hmm. but it's also stuff that we just that is other people's stories yeah. and, 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 and all that sort of stuff we, that we've said before that, like that I think that episode we've kind of I feel like we came up against that we did you of, know. of a lot of things to do with our families and a lot of things to do with, with people that we know and friends and stuff like that that we kind of didn't want to say explicitly because then it was just very obvious that we were talking about other people what we and, did though which is interesting and from listening to later episodes was the fact that a lot of things we didn't say we said later mm a bit more openly yeah. in later episodes when we yeah. talked about more specific topics which was interesting mm. but that episode was it was an interesting one to record I think it was one where we I think we were more worried about a backlash than maybe we should yeah. have been yeah definitely definitely and and I still I still get people mentioning that episode to me who disagree with yeah. me but I think the premise that we both came to is that that there are and this is kind of what we I think what we both agree with in gender politics in social politics and a lot mm-hmm. of different things of of course there are going to be difference between any kind of definition that you put upon people however those different those differences are so useless and disparate and, yeah. and don't mean anything that there's no point in judging people by those differences I think so and I think that's kind of that's where we come down on masculinity is, is the fact that you can be masculine or male or you know you know a man mm-hmm. or being born a man or whatever or you could have been born a woman or whatever and you, your gender may be you know you may be more masculine some days than other days yeah exactly this isn't talking about gender fluidity or anything like that this is more about this is just saying like people are allowed to be how comfortable they are in certain situations and in uncomfortable in other situations and that that's not something that you can really there's not indicative of your gender exactly and it doesn't it doesn't need to be something that is set in stone and set in your birth certificate it's yeah I agree, I agree with that whole yeah. there was actually one that I thought of earlier that was different in my top five list but I can't remember which one it is number two number three was suicide mm. uh, which was a later not number two depression but suicide which was the one we did a few months ago did we do suicide oh yeah shit no you're right yeah 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 I thought it was one of my darkest saddest and most frustrating episodes yeah because I think it was less it was it was a loose top it was a very big topic Mm. and I think we approached it really well I think what we did was we went in with our own individual questions and had a a discussion about something but we we were never going to have the answers Mm. yeah and that was the very frustrating thing about the episode that there was never any answers to it but I thought it was a good list a good good podcast to record I, I probably listened to it once yeah I couldn't listen to it again because mm. I think it's a very this is once a struggle to listen to. I think but that 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 is to to almost make a meta point about that. Like that is the problem with suicide is that you, yeah you will never understand it. Yeah, it's one of the things I got from my first my first bout of therapy was 
you will never understand this and mm-hmm. that's actually healthy that's something that you should be glad of because if you understand why something but you can, if you can fully empathise with someone that's killed themselves you're probably in not that healthy estate yeah no I think that's, that's true and, um, and I think you mentioned that in the episode yeah yeah. that was a, that was a bit you mentioned as well which I thought was, was, was pretty prevalent um, I think about that episode a lot and I think about the because I think the few days before we did that they had the, ex- the exhibit on the south back of the men on the building yeah and I still think about that image mm. a lot and I probably will think about it for many yeah. many years to come before what it represents yeah so podcasting on that will be yeah that'll be there mm. very good episode I think it was one of my best um, and I think an underrated episode I think a lot more a lot more underrated than I thought I think it's because it was one of the later ones where we were almost we <clears throat> felt like it was tailing off I thought that brought it back for a while yeah, um, yeah. and one of the later episodes is, is, is one that I think is the best really? yeah come on come on number two depression yeah yeah I think it's uh, and not to blow up not, you know, to blow up I think that's a good I think it's a really great episode I think I liked it a lot because we'd done the first episode of Origins three times yeah and it was so drilled down mm. we knew what we, where we were going with it we changed a few things here and there but it, we knew it was like going through the motions it was basically the same as it was it was the yeah. same episode three times yeah. depression was like the fresh break it was a new one it was hard it was hard it was definitely hard it yeah. was very hard yeah um, I had to have conversations with people that I love before I released that because I said things in public that I've never said to people that yeah. I that I love and know and have known all my life. Like that's, a tough that's, one. that's that's something I I never thought I like. It's a consequence that I never thought would happen. Yeah. When we started doing the podcast, but of course it was, of course it was, it going, was going to happen. happen. Yeah. yeah. And maybe I was being a bit overly cautious because I wanted those people to hear it from me rather than hear it on a podcast. Imagine, I mean, I I, I I think I told you I fucked up with the post. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I shared that post, not told anyone. Mm. And then got a very upset message from a member of my family. Yeah. Who'd read it and was like, this is all yeah. news to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, yeah, not good. But you should be able to share that stuff. You should. Because it's your story. But you, you should also. Not, you should understand that people may react badly. Yeah. yeah. You should also be aware that, that you're going to get repercussions. And yeah. that's fine. Yeah. But you've got to be aware of it. It's inevitable, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's also. It is your story, as long as you're just sharing and your story. Yeah, don't sugarcoat it. I think that's what we did. We didn't sugarcoat the episode. Yeah. But you at least had the wherewithal to know, to tell loved ones, this is going out. Yeah, yeah. Full disclosure. You may hear some stuff which you don't want to hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was, I think that's one of our, I think, and it was probably the first time I'd spoke about how I felt at university. Mm. And I think Benny messaged me uh, not long after that. I think he'd started listening. I think not long after that came out didn't know anything about it yeah um, which was very tough to discuss you know because mm. it's not something you want to think about a lot but it happened I think it was the first time I thought on a microphone just talked about it like that yeah. and got it out there but especially for Benny the world's loveliest man the world's yeah, you know. the most lovely man I just don't like him anymore like, you just, do Benny just be a bit of a dick like just like kick a dog don't kick a dog he's good at cooking as well and baking. Oh, <laughs> can't believe we let him be on the podcast. I know. And we'll have like our own private three-person podcast one day. One <laughs> <laughs> And I'll just be like, Benny, stop being a nice person, you twat. And then I'll just start <laughs> weeing on your floor, and you'll be like, Fine, thank you. Yes, at last, <laughs> pissing on my floor. Um, he wrote a very. I mean, when I told you what I told him the day before his birthday, mm. happy belated birthday, Benny. 
um, about the end of the podcast and he just sent a lovely message yeah. back and he's like stop it stop yeah. being so nice yeah um, can you guess number one if it's a more recent one I to be honest with you my I'll tell you my favourite one okay please do I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the same I'm pretty sure it's not the same my favourite one because I think it's I think it's one of the best things that we've done is the either the one about death or the one about future I can never I, I, I always have them in my head as being the same one they were very close together the really dark one that we did that was just like that we both came away from and were like that was a bad that and we were knackered because we were going to double up we yeah, were going to double yeah. up and do two and we were just like exhausted after and that's that's what I've always thought like that's that's kind of that's exactly what I wanted the podcast to be from a point of view of honesty and from a point of view of it being difficult because I think it should be difficult yeah, I think we've almost shied away from it being difficult because in the end it's difficult and we don't really gain a lot from doing it yeah. <laughs> like, it is difficult yeah my I'm going to give you the backstory for number one go on we'd had an episode we'd had a string a lull mm. where I didn't think we were firing on cylinders yeah I was moving mm. and was packing up I'd moved in with Tash at this point mm. and we were packing up her house which was stressful and tiring work was horrible because I was then still I was doing two jobs at once mm. And a lot of things were in flux at work. A lot. It was mad. And I think we'd had a ch- we'd had a, an episode <laughs> where I I couldn't get back on time, and it was frustrating. I think we're both yeah. a bit pissed off, and we recorded that week, and it wasn't great. Mm. And I think we both felt it wasn't great. I think that one of my favorite episodes that we recorded because I think the way we both went in just guns blazing, adult friendships. Yeah, one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, because it's not. Unpleasant to listen to. Yeah, it's broad. I agree. I agree. It's a fucking yeah, yeah. cracker of an episode. If we listen back to it, like I was like, that is. I think I went in and I was fired up, and you were fired up, and I think we just kept going to the also, end. It's also such a poignant topic. Yeah. For it covers so many things about society and about men and about you know. There's so there's so many things that come into that. Yeah. So and many. That. Yeah, no, I agree. I'd forgotten. I'd, I'd completely forgotten. We even did that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it was the week after I got back from Manchester. Yeah. Uh, when we visited this place for the first mm. time. And I remember the train back, read the news, and he bought killed himself. Wow. So that was that. And, and the start, that was my issue. We talked about that at the start. Yeah. And that was a sad thing to talk yeah. about. But it was something, it's the, thing, it's the, the place I needed to talk about was mm. my podcast. And yeah, that episode itself itself is really good. Yeah, it's a really it's it's it was just passionate. I think mm. in a good way. It didn't kind of divulge into like an argument. It was more just like we were both just had both thoughts. on the same page, but also kept having different thoughts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was the, it was it was my favorite episode to listen to. Yeah, I agree. It was. I think that's one of the best. One of the best ones. I think. I think. I think that's kind of almost a a creative difference that. Not, I think we've had overtly, but but has been brewing, is that I far more you value those conversations, which are vital and which are really interesting. Mm-hmm. I value the dark conversations. Yeah. I, th- I think that the and not necessarily that I you know I I don't value the things that you value, but like there's a different weight to which we put. Yeah, we have different ideas on where we want content to go. Yeah, and yeah. I like those dark conversations that we have about our deepest darkest fears and I and I, it's, which is why I, I, I kind of wish that I could talk about certain things that have happened in my life that are not entirely my story so therefore yeah. I can't talk about them 
but not if they're particularly like not like been part of a murder or something. You're not <laughs> like, a cult, are you? Again, nothing illegal is taken place. Um, <laughs> but like, it doesn't need to be alleged. It's about yeah. me. It's fine. But like, I, I want to be able to talk. I, I like those conversations, and I like the, I like the inherent greyness of them. I mm-hmm. like the fact that you know, good people do bad things, bad people do good things. Like, that sort of shit. I, I, I like those. It's, you know, we, I think we've mentioned it before, but I, it's why reasons, one of the reasons why I like Lance Armstrong is because he's, like, he's a really dark character that also does good stuff, but also does bad stuff. But, like, I just he's love He's a that. complex human being. Yeah, and I, and, and I really enjoy that about human beings and the complexity and the sort of the darkness and the fact that, you know... You can be, and I think that's what the, one of the things that, that, that a lot of conversations are missing is that sort of brutal honesty and the mm-hmm. ugliness and the fact that a lot of the conversations around mental health and around depression are like kind of, I got over it, I, I cured it, I've done it, <laughs> I've got over depression, I'm no longer depressed. So what you're saying is, I'm, I'm cured, and that sort of that, you know, that. But it's kind of like almost chocolate box social media posts of, oh yeah, I was really depressed for three months, and then I've come out of it, and I, you know, I've, I've fought out of it. But like, the, the Queensbury rules, inappropriate fist bump, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not missing like it, it's completely missing the fact that like I cried myself to sleep having put a packet of paracetamol next to my bed and started to write a note to my mum. Yeah. Like, that's that's what's missing from those conversations. Mm-hmm. That real ugliness and that real sort of... And I, I refer to it as ugliness because it's just sort of... It's it's not it's not nice. It's not a nice thing to hear. And it, uh, But it's good to hear it. Yeah. Because you learn stuff about people and you learn stuff about not just people as in me, as in people in general. As in yeah. Like the, and that's what I think I really... I do like those those episodes where we explore some kind of social issues from that point of view, but I think those kind of like brutal episodes where we talk really honestly about something. So what you're basically saying is, if I was to relate to a language that I understand, yeah, I'm you too, yeah, and you're my believe that in time. Um, I think you're more because I don't like I don't like you too, but I do like Coldplay. You're Coldplay, and you're still my bloody Valentine. And I'm um, <laughs> my favorite band of all time, actually. My I find Death Grips like kind of a bit edge lordy. Um, hey, well, well, um, you leave Death Grips alone. I can't I can't think I can't think of a way of putting it with it, which isn't very self-aggrandizing, but kind of like the cure. Something, something relatively complex, but but vital, but also something simple, but vital. Like I really like Coldplay because me too. Because they've just got some fucking cracking songs, and if you don't like Fix You, and if you don't like God Put a Smile on Your Face, then you're a fucking idiot. If like you're Coldplay like have some great songs. Honestly, I don't know what's wrong with that. That was amazing. The other day. If you if you watch, um, I've been listening to this at work, but uh, their Glastonbury 2005 performance. Yes, is before all of the shit that came after it. Like. It's cracking. It's absolutely cracking. It's like, it's like an hour and a half of like, this is fucking bangers. This bangers and bangers and bangers and bangers. And Coldplay. Yeah. Your Radiohead. That's, yeah, yeah. That's that's the comparison. One of my yeah. other favourite. Love Radiohead. Yeah. Like, sometimes unpleasant. Sometimes not very good because they're very unpleasant. Like... So we're going to have our first diversion here. What's your favourite Radiohead album? Um, I think as an album... In Rainbows. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? I don't think that that has necessarily the best songs, but I think as an album, it is the most complete album. Nope. Go on. Kid A. 
Kid A has some has does probably have the best songs. However, I don't think it's the best album. I think it's a great album. Great I think it's a great album. Great of course, of course, of course. Great ending. But it's not. I, there are weak points in that. Whereas in Rainbows doesn't really have those weak points. In Rainbows has Nude, which is actually one of my favourite Radiohead songs. One Elf. But I mean, Kid A is like. I think the first time I heard that I was like, this songs. is one of the most. Un- okay, Computer, it's got some great songs. Hell's the Thief, got some great songs. However. As an album, you didn't ask. You didn't ask what what, what album was the best songs on. In which case, I probably would have said Kid A. But then, in which case, you're saying what's got the best songs on? Maybe, maybe OK Computer. No. They're really good songs. Yeah, but I think Kid A are more interesting, and, and that, they're more than my tastes. Uh, this is I'm gonna. If you want thoughts on Radiohead, then we're gonna go back to this podcast. <laughs> but you know what? It's the last podcast. So I'm allowed to talk about it. The balls to make OK Computer. Yeah. A really mainstream album mm. to then follow up with an electronic album. That's, yeah, it's that's, that's like the most impersonal but very personal at the same mm. time. Has one of the saddest songs on there. Um, oh fuck! What's the song called? Uh, How to disappear completely. Yeah. Oh man, it's really. Dep- it's mm. like the, it's like the Tommy Oxado album. That is yeah. really depressing at points. Yeah. Amazing, but oof. but vital. Very vital, love that. And, and, and maybe in, in that case, okay, you are like a computer on kiddo. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> I'll accept that. Again, this is very, very self aggrandizing <laughs> metaphors that we're using here. People listen to Radiohead. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. I have a lot more points. Go on, please carry on. We've <laughs> so much. Um, I've got some more thoughts. Man up episode. What an awful opening. Listen to the episode again. The I opening don't remember it. is horrendous. What I listened to it today, it's so dry. It was like, we just put in front of the microphones and read a script. It was like, hello, really? and welcome to the Anxious Friend Podcast. I'm Nick, and I'm Adam. And this was the week after I'd been burgled. How oh, the fuck shit. were we so removed of passion? Like, it was... Hello, and welcome to the Anxious Med Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Adam. And this week's topic is manning up. But we're going to start off with Adam Nick have issues. Adam, what's your issue this week? It was so (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember. I I don't know if we re-recorded that or not. Um, The issues were great. Mm. Me being burgled. And you talking about the shadow of the moon. uh, And how sad you were. um, Or how, you know. I was going through a sad period. You were. Because it was about this time last year. But yeah. Well, I need to watch that Bobby Robson documentary so you can watch that. God, I was nearly crying. Yeah. Gaza on it really broke me up. Really broke me up. He's a dark human being. He's a yeah. sad human being. Yeah, he's a sad human. And he's again, a, he's interesting. Like that's like like sad people are interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I've got I've got two episodes that I think are my least favorite. Mm. Can you guess which ones I've put down as my least favorites? Um, is one the death or the future one? No. Right. Okay. Absolutely um, not. I think they're all really good episodes. Favorite. I probably just blocked them out of my head because <laughs> after I edited them, I was like, "Nope, just not thinking about those anymore." No more. Um, politics. Didn't enjoy it, but I also was a bit. I was really not in a good mood that yeah, day. Yeah, I could tell. That was not my. Fa- that was not my favorite, but it was not one of my least favorite. Um, go on. There's two. Give me one of them. different reasons. One was sleep. Right. 
wasn't feeling it that day. Yeah. Really wasn't. Uh, and I think when you edited it, it was like 98 Oh, yeah, it was you. so much me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it was one of the ones where it, it was, yeah, it just wasn't as good as it, I felt it could have been. But I still think it's a good episode. But I it's, it's a good episode, but I think it's one of the ones that, that is indicative of the problems with the podcast. Mm-hmm. In that, if we wanted to fix this podcast, and we, if, we wanted to, if we wanted to keep it going, I think we probably could, but we haven't. Yeah. And, and we know what's wrong with it, and we haven't fixed it. We also were at a point there where we no longer were a week or so in advance. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. were against the wire Yeah. Um, from that point. And yeah, so we just had to talk felt, about it in... Yeah. Daniel, the devil and Daniel, John, Daniel Johnson. Oh, God, it's awful. Mainly because the film was... <laughs> maybe because the film was bollocks. I remember it being good. Yeah. I remember it being a good film when I first watched it. When I was 18. That was a really bad idea. That was a really bad idea. Of yours. It was one of my worst ideas. But I made you watch a really bad documentary about an outside artist, you know? I just had no interest in him or his story. Not a nice person. Eh? He's not a nice person. There's no redemption. No. His music's not bad. I quite like his music. Yeah. But not as fascinating as I thought he was going to be. I really actually struggled to watch the rest of it. <laughs> um, Honourable mentions. I regret aspects of burnout. Yeah. Namely the eating. Yeah. That tainted what I thought was a really good episode. Mm. I, I, I genuinely, listen back, I can kind of get over it. Mm. Tash couldn't. Tash yeah. doesn't like the sound of eating like that because it was loud. Yeah. I thought that was an error in our part. Yeah. Um, which is a shame because I think that was like I said a really good episode really really good episode yeah but what can you do uh, confrontations because we had the blunder with recording we had what the blunder with recording on confrontations where half of it wasn't recorded oh fuck yeah of course <laughs> oh god yeah my mistakes that I made on recording yeah that yeah. was that was it was funny it was very mm. funny when it happened but I listened back to it it's like halfway, like halfway through the episode yeah <laughs> it was like 20 minutes but I regret that, but what can you do? Well, I can record things. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, could we have gone further and said more of what we felt on the air? Probably. Yeah, and there's, there's, and again, like, I, there's so many things that I want to say mm-hmm. about myself and about family life, about personal life. But those stories are not just mine. And if I and if I were to say, like the people that the people that and that's that's one of the frustrations. And not I don't, I don't want to. I'm not going to go on about it. Not bang on it because then it's like, well, I'm just hiding this secret from me, listeners. Um, and only people that know me know this secret <laughs> because it's not. It's You're not, a magician. It, like none of it is that big a deal. But it's yeah. just kind of like because it because we start the podcast on on this thing of like being honest. Yeah. That feels like a bit of a betrayal yeah. because because we we realised and it's one thing we didn't realise before we realised halfway through that some of the things that we want to talk about weren't just our stories there were other people's stories and you can't talk about them exactly I think think there was one episode where you spoke about someone that you knew yeah and it caused friction because it was one of the things I was like shit I just did not think about it yeah yeah they weren't happy and and, and in the end I I disagree with them not being happy because it was completely anonymised and there was no way that you'd know who that person was you didn't say the name 
Exactly, and yeah. also like the story was so generic that it wouldn't, and it was, and it was mostly about my reaction to that story. But I also guess it's like that person listening to that episode didn't know it's, it's coming, and, and, not, and it's yeah, 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 and it's not that choice to have that put out there. And yeah, yeah I, I really regret that. I do really regret that. But they're like learning curves. I've got last questions that are more like generic. Do you think you do any more podcasts in the future of any kind? Um, I enjoy it. I, I do enjoy it. You should. I do enjoy talking and I like the sound of my own voice <laughs> and um, like the you know cocaine addicted person that I am you know I really like my own opinions yeah um, I think that's just generally something that I you know I, I, I have great opinions and I need to share them with everyone gotta share them with everyone exactly, exactly. poor Amy just ears are bleeding at this point yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah she knew what she was getting herself into <laughs> yeah she does she did <laughs> and still does I think you should. I think you should carry on doing some kind of podcasting. You? Yeah. Something more irreverent. I don't really know what yet, but mm. in the new year, something a bit more light. Yeah. Silly. With but, elements of interestingness as well. Yeah, I think, not, I think like, you're, not like fucking wacky warehouse, like Sunday Noel's morning. Noel's house party. Noel's house party, Mr. Blobby coming in. Yeah. Keep him away from the kids because he's still on <laughs> <laughs> Um But more like interesting things that aren't so stooped in mental yeah. health yeah. I might dip back into it but you never really know yeah. but yeah definitely um, in the future mm. we'll see how it goes though and see what happens next year but um, what oh that's too that, that question's too wordy cool nah too wordy it, it, it doesn't make any sense even reading it it was okay. like uh, what do you think was our high point personal biases and preferences aside what was the best episode we produced yeah, I don't know. I think that's, that's a possible answer. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. you made me I did, say it. Yeah. I did make you say it. I'm sorry. You were like, oh, I was just like, go on. Go on. I'm so your question. That. I can edit it out. It's fine. Um, <laughs> summarize 2018 for me. Both personal and 2018 on a whole. For you or for me? Yeah. Um, probably one of the big years of my life. It's pretty bold. Because I moved job and yeah, that, 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 that was that was really big mm. and that basically it started and it's hard to, like because today I've just been doing an open day for people who were going to apply for my job um, apply for the, this, this train scheme that I'm on and just talking about it in a way was like fuck it's been a year since I was applying yeah. it's, like, it's been a That's year crazy. since I was thinking about it and like it, I'm now doing it I've been doing it for like three months now I've been three months in this job Mad. and it's such a massive change mm. and and I think I said on a couple of, either last week's episode or a couple of episodes before I'm in a bit of a boring period last week's right okay yeah but I just I was chatting to someone today about because they were asking you know what have you done before because I said you know I, I you know graduated six years ago and I was like what have you done before and I like kind of started talking about, about magic fucking business <laughs> <laughs> well no I replied about you know I worked, worked in the nuclear industry and you know it started off as, as you know me teaching people how to use nuclear power plants and mm. then very quickly faded from that and turned into me to be, being a teacher and I enjoyed being a teacher but then I ran out of things to teach and then you know started doing the kind of like e-learning shit that I'd done for the past two years which was just dull really dull um, and which wasn't my my it wasn't the thing that I actually got into doing yeah and then now I found myself in this other job which is yes in a bit of a boring period at the moment but it's just so much better than the old thing and there's so many more opportunities and yeah. so many more things I can do and yeah yeah it's Good. just it's it's been it's been a year of big changes leaving house moving job 
getting a fucking blue belt that's big um, I think I've changed as a person quite a lot I think I've changed a lot of the relationships that I have with people that are close to me yeah it's been a big year it's been a very yeah, big, big year, year. Say what the highlight of the year was. You know what the highlight of the year was, right? World Cup. It was the World Cup. I'm glad you said I thought you were going to say, like, I was getting a cat and I was like, fuck you. I mean, the, <laughs> the cat was a highlight of my life, but like, the World yeah. Cup was uh, an amazing, what, three weeks? Mm. Oh. Yeah. Well, if I could realize it now, I would do it. Just, I think we should probably listen to some of those episodes back of, of, of when we were like, yeah, but could happen it could happen it could actually and happen we were so certain it would be like a, a documentary we make one day of like yeah. the summer of the three lines how yeah. everyone everyone believed everyone believed yeah it was the first time in my lifetime that I remember everyone mm. dropping the cynicism and believing and, and it, it was, was so optimistic and beautiful that's that's what that's what I use yeah. optimistic it wasn't it wasn't like and I think that's what's lost in translation with because I've had a couple of conversations with Spanish friends about this, and they're like, like it's coming home. It's, it seems seems really arrogant in English. It's like no, 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 no. It's no, it's it's very like melancholic. <laughs> it's a song about how shit we are, and and the fact made that, by two comedians, yeah, um, made by two comedians who yeah, are fully aware of what they're seat. singing about, and like it, it's it's perfect. It's it's so perfectly British in that sense of it being just kind of like it could happen. It could actually yeah. happen. We're not very good, but it could happen. couldn't sing it because it would come across as arrogant. Exactly. exactly. As a lot of yeah. the kind of sports songs they have do. And I think that's probably why it's lost in translations because yeah. kind of like English culture is so dominated by it's a English, English speaking joke. culture, rather. Yeah, yeah, it's very, yeah. But like, I, I, I was watching the Bobby Robson documentary and I was like, because it had the Italian, it, a lot of the um, videos they used during the World Cup were mm. from that documentary. So when Bobby's like, I think if if we had scored that penalty yeah. we would have gone on to win the World Cup yeah. and it's like oh my god that's how it felt this yeah. year yeah. yeah if that hadn't happened we would have won the World Cup and we wouldn't have no we wouldn't because we would have got easily beaten for France we yeah. were so convinced you yeah. couldn't convince me at that point that we couldn't win the World Cup especially that game in the pub yeah and even until the, when the game was over it was sad it was devastating but I was mm. so convinced we were yeah. going to win I just I, I wasn't I don't think I was convinced that we were going to win I just had it in my head of like what if we did I what, bought into like it. what if yeah but yeah I was yeah I was looking at it from a point of view of like what if we did but like it's going to happen like shops are going to close early and the fucking country's going to go into just fucking meltdown the news like, was like that shops were closing at three yeah. because like people were going to miss the game yeah of course they were all we thought about was the World Cup final I was like I'm going to take the day off work on Monday mm. I'm gonna call and see. Yeah, everyone would have done. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, imagine. Mm. Oh. But there we go. What do you anticipate for 2019? That's a good question. Um, I think not so much change, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I think it, it's been a, it's been a bit of a year of change, and I think kind of getting used to that change because a lot of it's happened quite recently. Yeah. We are gonna maybe buy a house. <laughs> yeah, which is terrifying. That is scary. Yeah, um, adult things. I think yeah. just just adult things are going to happen, and I think it's just going to be a year of being like, well, you're going to be thirty, so you're going to be a proper adult. I know. I'm sorry. Sorry to remind you of that. Yeah, it is. I think for me, my uh, my year's not. There's going to be more change hmm. because work things will. Yeah, I've started to get to the point in my job now because I'm nearly yeah, two years, and you start to think about your career. Yeah. I'm at that point now and it's right. kind of scary yeah and it's kind of like what do I do yeah 
do we move back? Mm. Is that the best thing? Yeah. Do I look for something else elsewhere? And it's also the perfect storm with being nearly 30. Yeah. Of like, what's the best move? Because yeah, now I need to make a rash move. decision. It's an out move at this point <laughs> yeah. of like, well, if we do that, can we do this? Can we do mm. that? Can we, and, and you start thinking about everything. Yeah. So that'll be next year. How I didn't ask you, how was, how was 2019 been for you? It's been weird. Mm. It's been, I couldn't even imagine this time last year knowing that I'd be here right now yeah. doing this podcast in Manchester with a cat. And I mean, I think I can't remember if I got promoted. I got promoted this year to the job that I do now. I'd never had a promotion before mm. in my life ever and it was like one of the days I need cried in the street yeah I couldn't believe it and that was maybe the, one of the greatest moments of my life was that of knowing that someone believes in you yeah and I think that's been the year it's been the year I've really focused more on a mm. lot of relationships life in general like moving up here was a big move mm. it's massive it's a massive yeah. move and just making big decisions and trying to <laughs> focus more on the future but not in a very not in like a kind of like uh, a naive way but thinking about things practically hmm. how long have you been in now? August was it? June June, right. June. Okay. so six months six months yeah this is the difficult part yeah the first three months are a bit honeymoon and especially when they're in the fucking summer. summer and it was amazing and they yeah. kept the windows open and it was blazing hot all exactly. the time and now it's dark rains. and rains a lot yeah and it's this is the point where it gets difficult and you're mm-hmm. like kind of oh I've just I've not made any friends and I've not done this and I've not yeah. actually I've not actually integrated into 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 living here and like this is the difficult one this mm. is the, it, it is wherever you move and it you know, is I've, yeah so the, just this kind of six to twelve month period is like kind of oh, you know and three to six month period of like and with work in general that's 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 always going to be a thing of like where what's the plan do I mm. continue working from here yeah. Do I have to think about maybe moving back? Mm. Is that potentially an option, um, or do I look for something else? Yeah, and it's that we, that will be next year. Yeah, um, I've loved living here. Mm. I've loved it, and like it's been more one of the grown-up things I think I've done. Yeah, it's made sense to move in with like with Tash to have our own place that's ours and no longer have housemates. Yeah, the house politics. It's you and that person. It's great, and it's great. Yeah, it's one of the best things. Mm. You wake up next to that person every day, and it's like, it's. It, but there's so many like different new challenges that you get from that, mm. and yeah, We've, that I've really enjoyed. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it because I think it's been like it's balancing finances. Mm. That's been interesting, and like purchases of like, could we actually make that navigating those conversations? Like that's yeah. that's like a skill in itself. That not necessarily from like I, I think there's there's a way of there's a way of thinking about that in a kind of like traditional. Uh, oh yeah, just gotta you know navigate around the wife that sort of thing. But like, you know, just kind of <laughs> being able to just have a conversation in an adult way with another adult. Yeah, like that's that's really tough. That can be really tough because especially when you're exactly. not used to doing it. Like, and like, I had a really good point. I just I just lost it there, but it was um, a tip I've enjoyed doing nothing. Mm. I enjoy doing nothing now. Like where and even watching. Only connect and university challenge on, on like Monday. Mm. That's the road. That's the thing we do. Sit on the sofa and you can watch that yeah. and just relax. Doing that with another person is really lovely. And yeah. it's not you don't get this weird sense of FOMO that you're missing out or anything. Yeah. You're just enjoying yeah. being there with that person. It's, it's the joy fun. of a missed plan. Joy of a cancelled plan, rather. Oh, that's great, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So this is it. 
This is it. This is it. This is the end. Does, does that end of your questions? End of me. I had a few more, but they weren't that good, you know? <sighs> I feel, I feel that's, that's a metaphor. <laughs> 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 we had a few more podcasts, but they probably weren't very good. Any final um, thoughts? Um, I've really enjoyed it. Me too. Thank you for doing it with me. Thank you for coming up with the idea. Yeah. This is my baby. This was your baby. <laughs> Your ugly, bloated baby. My ugly, bloated baby that I can't be able to deal with anymore, so I'm just getting rid of it. It cries <laughs> in the moon all the time. We've got a werewolf as a child for. <laughs> well, if you're just a really annoying, moany werewolf, really emo werewolf. <laughs> just, oh, just, I oh, always, yeah. constantly whinging. I've, I've, as, as, a, as a practical point before we finish, mm-hmm. um, these episodes and every single episode will always be available on I'm going to put a Google Drive link up yes. on our Facebook and Twitter and somehow on Instagram so somehow. you will always be able to access these we can't be able to pay for SoundCloud for more than about three months or so nope. so yeah they, they you will always be able to find them on Facebook and on, on and if you they yeah. like a distant friend that you, yeah. know, you don't really know also you can him. you can email podcast at gbar.com and I'll just send you the link he'll do that I, I will yeah remove that from I'll, set up, a re- I'll set up an automated reply oh, wow. thank you for anyone who's listened yeah um, yeah genuinely oh here's a good question do you, do you, I'm trying to think of really good TV shows that ended well and there's not many no they never end well The Office The American Office ends very well never watched it I, I was watching it today um, I watched it at 6.30 this morning with Amy and cried it was beautiful <laughs> do you know my favourite things to do in the uh, Closing shows. Mm. Uh, the freshman's ballet did this. They just turned the lights off. Yeah, off the house when they all moved out. And I was like, should we do that now? And it you wouldn't can. really have the same effect on the audio podcast. Might make the noise. Go on. Class dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That'll do. There we go.